Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. We're talking denials today. I started working on a project last week for a neurosurgery group, and one of the challenges they face is they've got denials just like every medical practice has denials, but they've also got some goofy codes that are paid sometimes by some payers, and it's there's some uncertainty there about which codes are going to be paid and when and how, and so we really want to understand denials. So the first piece in understanding denials is to define what a denial is. So for the purposes of our project, a denial is a charge that's not void where the adjustment code is posted in the last 12 months. So, you know, if you got a denial in 2016, that's too bad, but there's, I can't appeal it. There's nothing I can do about it. That's, it's water under the bridge. So the adjustment code has to be posted in the last 12 months and the adjustment code has to equal the build charge. I'm not talking about underpayments here. That's a different conversation. You got to load your contracts and understand modifiers, multiple procedure discounts, and all that kind of stuff. That's a different game. What we want to know is just plain old 100% denials. They did not pay the code. And the other thing that we do in this group is we exclude some adjustments. They use NextGen, and we've, they've got some goofy Z bad debt credit debit kind of adjustment codes out there that we want to get rid of so that we're really focused in on here are 100% denials. They didn't pay a dime on the claim. They wrote the whole thing off and we want to know why and how. You won't be surprised to hear that the pivot table guy is going to grab this data and put it in a pivot table. And then we're going to analyze those denials by financial class or by insurance group. And then once we've got it at that level, then by the individual payers underneath that and try to understand denials by payer and then by CPT code or by location, maybe by rendering provider or data service and try to understand some trends and say, all right, this code was denied through March. It started getting paid again in April. Those kind of trends and why. And how many times has this claim been denied by payer, by CPT code, and really try to get arms around trends? And then a couple st of statistics that might be interesting to you. How many days were there from the date of service to the denial? Or if it takes a while to build those dates of service, maybe you've got some surgery codes, maybe they're at outside locations where you don't have access to the EMR, whatever it is. If it's taken a long time to build, if you've got a lot of lag days, what you might do is look at the days from the first date the claim was billed to denial. And again, try to trend it. And on average, how many days does it take each payer to deny and get your arms around when do I want to start looking for these denials? When do I want to start attacking these denials? Some of those kind of things. Another metric they wanted to see was denials as a percentage of successful charges. So what we did is we filtered out all the charges that hadn't been adjudicated yet, right? If they haven't been processed or adjusted yet, throw those out and then look at denials as a percentage of successful charges by financial class or by insurance group or by payer, by CPT code, and try to get some trends around which denials are happening most often and where. So we've got a plan of attack. Phase two, once we've got this data and we we're working it, is they're going to put a dummy code for every appeal into their system. So this dummy code doesn't show up on a CMS 1500 form, doesn't show up on a patient statement, but it shows up in the data and I can data mine for it and I can say, all right, June 24th, Nate appealed this claim. Well, what does that tell me? It tells me how many, how many appeals did Nate do in June or in 2019 or whatever as compared to other people in my billing department. Another thing it will do is it will allow me to data mine after the fact. So if I say, all right, if I appealed this claim on June 24th, in the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, however far out I need to look, 
what kind of return on investment am I getting for doing that appeal? What kind of dollars come into the practice as a result of doing that appeal? And then I can take that information and say, all right, now I know my denial trends. Now I know where my appeals are most valuable because heaven knows most practices don't have time to just randomly chase everything. They've got to prioritize this thing. And then I can look for return on investment. Another thing a group in the Midwest does is they teach their data warehouse and say, hey, my appeal deadline for this payer is 90 days, for this payer it's 365 days or whatever. And then what they might do is they might appeal a $500 claim instead of a $5,000 claim or before a $5,000 claim. They'll appeal both, but they'll do the $500 claim first because the appeal deadline's coming up. And if they miss the appeal deadline, there's no appeal in that $500 claim. So it helps them prioritize their work in terms of appeal deadlines and the value for the appeal because I know I'm going to get appealed on this one. I, I can appeal this one all I want and I'm not going to get a, this appeal paid on this other CPT code or this other payer or whatever. I've got some information to prioritize my appeals and fight denials and the money and the return from fighting those denials goes straight to the bottom line. Heaven knows you rendered the service, your physician spent the time, the overhead, the whatever else that goes into it. If you can get those claims paid, that money goes straight to the bottom line. And I, I hope that a focus on denials and a focus on appeals can be terrifically helpful for your practice. I hope it's another big idea that will help you, and I hope this podcast has been helpful for you today. Thanks for joining me.